I'm willing to guess that when most of us hear words like law, we think limitation. Or we hear commandment, and we think constraint. Or we hear rule, and we immediately think restriction. I think if you want to correctly understand what Jesus is getting at in today's gospel this morning, we have to get words like law and commandments and rules right. It's helpful also to note that Jesus was a pious and devoted and faithful Jew. In fact, He was somebody who lived his Jewish faith in quite a committed way. And we all, of course, probably know, Jesus certainly knew, that at the heart of the Jewish faith was two words, the law. It was vitally important for the Jewish people. Now, what do we mean by the law? For the Jews, it meant something very, very specific. It meant the Torah. What's the Torah? The Torah are the first five books of the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Little acronyms help you learn those things. So for the Jewish people, the Torah, those five books contained the law. What did the law consist of? It consisted of 600 and 13 commandments. Not just 10, but 613 commandments. And it ranged in all areas of life, from how you eat, to how you do business, to how you sleep, to how you worship. All areas of life were affected by the law, impacted by the law. But At the heart of those 613 commandments, stay with me for a second, at the heart of those 613 commandments were 10 commandments. They became known as the 10 commandments. Many of us probably memorized those at some point in our education. The 10 commandments. But here's the most unique thing between how we as 21st century Americans think and first century Jews think. For the Jewish people, the law, the commandments, were not seen as burdensome. They were not seen as limitations on life. They were not seen as restrictions. Do you know how the Jews saw the Ten Commandments? They called them the gift. They saw them as a gift. How could that be? How could you see a commandment, a rule, a regulation, a limitation? How can you see it as a gift? For the Jewish people, the reason the Ten Commandments were a gift is the context in which they were given to them. And this affects our lives. Let me explain. The Ten Commandments didn't just pop out of the sky and fall down And the Jews were like, wow, look at these. The Ten Commandments were given by God at a very 
crucial point in the history of Israel. The Ten Commandments were given at a time in which the Jewish people were moving. Moving from where? Moving from Egypt. What was in Egypt? Slavery. What was in Egypt? Toil. What was in Egypt? No freedom. It was a place where there was no future, no hope, and no life because they were slaves for 430 years. And God, in his love and goodness as providence, steps in and leads them out of slavery in Egypt to freedom in the promised land. In the midst of that journey, God gives them the Ten Commandments. Why does that matter? Because they received the Ten Commandments at a time of incredible hope, at a time in which they were set free. So for the people of Israel, commandments were associated with things like freedom and life and hope and the future. Now, why does all that matter? Because we know that Jesus, as a pious Jew, and as God came not to abolish the law of the Old Testament, but to what? Fulfill. How does Jesus fulfill those commandments? Well, he did so in today's gospel when he is asked by a scholar of the law, what's the great commandment? And Jesus perfectly summarizes those 10 commandments which were meant to give life by saying, love God, and love neighbor. That for the Jewish people, the Ten Commandments were a pathway to happiness. God was saying, if you want to be happy, if you want to be fulfilled, follow my laws that I'm giving you. And Jesus then, like I said, in a perfect way, summarizes the law by saying, love God and love neighbor. That becomes our primary duty in life. Now, how does this affect the real life? How does this affect our day-to-day lives? I've always said that a good law, I'm not a law expert, I don't have a law degree, but I have enough common sense to know that any good law that's worth its weight does one thing really, really well. It protects. Whether that's a family rule you have, whether that's a state law, federal law, civil law, whatever it may be, any law that is worth its weight in trying to do its primary objective does one thing, and that's it protects. So it is with the law of God. So it is with the Ten Commandments. So it is with the teachings the church offers. They're meant to protect. So we're told to keep holy the Sabbath and go to Mass every Sunday. Why? To protect our relationship with God. To protect that which is most sacred. We're told, honor your father and mother. Why? To protect that sacred relationship between parent and child. We're told, don't bear false witness. 
Why? To protect the sacred name of another person and their reputation that they deserve. Oh, so the law is not meant to make my life burdensome, but to protect things that are sacred? Yes. And the ultimate law is love God. Why? Because he alone fulfills. Because he alone satisfies. If you're like me, we look to all kinds of things to satisfy. We look to promotions. We look to sports. We look to distractions. We look to politics. We look to all these things that we want to identify ourselves with. My question is, how's that going for you? How's the political world trying to fulfill you? How's that going? How's your sports team? Nothing wrong with that and following that and being so committed to that. How's that going for fulfilling you? How's it going? For me, not very well. Why? Because the heart was made for more. The heart was made for loving God and loving neighbor. May we open our hearts and be all in, like Jesus says, by loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because he fulfills. He alone can do it. Our hearts were made for him. May we love God and neighbor above anything else.